like your nails. I like Thank that green. You. I was thinking about doing my nails this week, and then I just never did, as per <laughs> usual. Maybe this weekend. We'll see. It feels like Sunday for me because I work an eight-hour shift tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not, honestly not excited about that. You're eight hours see. on my feet. Yeah, oh my God, that's true. Ooh, yeah. That's the only reason why I'm not excited about it. I found out. Okay, so I'm talking about working at Starbucks. Yay! I found out that during the holiday season, there's a $2 shift differential for working on weekends. Ooh. So I get paid $17 an hour for working on the weekends. I was, okay, so I was in Target yesterday um, because it's right next to my house. And I was just thinking, like, I, w- I was wondering, I was just wondering if you got seasonal pay or not. Because I didn't know if the, like, food food service would, you know. Well, it's just, well, technically, I work, I like, I don't work for Starbucks. Yeah. I work for Target. Yeah. So everything that works with Target I applies to me because I just work in the Starbucks department of Target. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> the Starbucks department. I like it. <laughs> well, it's not like, it's not literally called the Starbucks department. That's just the way it's. Uh, that's what I'm calling it. Because it. <laughs> it's technically food and beverage. <laughs> Fair enough. But. So, tomorrow, I am slated to make $136. Oh, sick. Nice. I'll take it. It is going to suck to uh, stand on my feet for eight hours. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. And I am lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you got good footwear. (laughs) Oh, no. Cool. I have a Lenovo, and... This, like, Lenovo Vantage always pops up, and it pisses me off. But anywho, (laughs) I had my first day at Starbucks on Thursday, like, my first official day. Okay. And um, I learned the register in about 20 minutes, and she was like, oh, wow, normally that's, like, a two-day thing. What? And I'm like, it's literally pictures and words. How? Yeah, like unless it's like a a complex order, I don't. Even know. then, it's super easy because it's like you go to your drink, and then if they want to sub a, a nut milk instead of milk, there's a button that says milk alternatives, and then you just click whatever milk they want. Like it's so easy. I mean, if it's your first job, I can I can see how it would be difficult or. Yeah, if it's your first job. Different, I should say. Maybe not difficult, but yeah. But like, two days? I think (laughs) even if it's your first job, a day is plenty. Yeah. No, like I, it's not, I feel like it would be that hard, but I don't know. I don't know. It's it's really (laughs) easy. So, um, she had to show me a couple of things, like how to do, um, a manual, employee discount and honestly I figured out how to load gift cards by myself because I accidentally scanned the Starbucks card before hitting pay and it was like how much do you want to add I was like ah none (laughs) (laughs) but I'm excited because tomorrow I should be able to start learning drinks nice gonna 
come get my coffee from me. <laughs> you mean your tea? My my frappuccino, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> peppermint mocha. Peppermint. I've got hot a, chocolate. A peppermint white mocha mm-hmm. that I made by myself today. Sounds good. I already know how to make coffee. It's just not how they make them. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but anywhoozle, how are you? How have you been? I'm good. Just got some car things we're still going through. Minor minor repairs needed. Emma has <laughs> the worst luck with tires. I have never <laughs> met anybody in my life who has more problems with tires than Emma. It's user error. <laughs> I've determined. <laughs> yeah, just between popping. This one this one currently though is just got some sort of leak I'm hoping they can patch instead of fully replacing it because that's the one that the dealership said I didn't need to replace last time I got her looked at so (laughs) (laughs) do you just get your tires when I pop them I replace them okay (laughs) so you just have like random times on your tires yeah Mm. that would stress me out I, I just, I pop them anyhow. Like, I, I can't plan for it. It just... <laughs> right. I've never popped a tire. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did, however, tear my axle on my first car because I hit a curb. That was a... That, was, that, was, that wasn't the Wrangler. You never, never drove a Wrangler. Wrangler. I was thinking the Mercury. No. My first car was a 1995 Ford Taurus that had 70,000 miles on it. And it was such a good car, but I ran it into a a pole. (laughs) (laughs) I slid on ice. At least you didn't just, like, drive headfirst into it. I saw that happen at high school. I did drive (laughs) headfirst into it. It was just because I was sliding on ice. (laughs) Well, yeah, you weren't, like, just not paying attention and ran into Uh, it is what I meant. Yeah, true, true. (laughs) She was a good car. I got her from my grandpa. So kind of smelled like cigarettes. But I tried really hard to get the smell out. Um, the <laughs> I drove, like, I still drive fast. But I drove really fast in high school. And the speedometer only went to 80. And I went to my dad's in Ohio one time. And he was like, how fast were you going? You shouldn't be here yet. And I was like, I don't know. My speedometer only goes to 80. (laughs) And then he yelled at me for driving so fast. Yeah, as he should. (laughs) I'm glad he yelled at you. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was reckless, (laughs) and I definitely don't drive that fast anymore. I can't say that I've never pushed 90 on 465, but I don't do it often. I only do it when I'm mad. Which is not, it's not good either way. I just, I know that's something that I do. I drive recklessly when I'm angry. Yeah. I mean, if there's, like, not a whole lot of people and I'm just tired of the road, I'll, like, I get it. You know? I just can't stand it when people are just, like, of course, during rush hour traffic, get into rage mode and then try flying off in 20 different directions. It's like, we're all going the same speed, guy. And there's five wrecks ahead of us. Yeah. Like, it scares the hell out of me when people weave in throughout, in and out of traffic, mm-hmm. especially on motorcycles. No, if you drive a motorcycle, do not weave in between cars, please. 
But it looks cool. It doesn't. It looks scary. You're probably going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty dramatic, but it, it really does scare me because I mean, it's, it's, it's super dangerous. Yeah, no, like, I feel like a solid majority of it. I, I'm not going to say anything. You know what? I'm just not going to say anything about that. But <laughs> I'm just talking on my ass. So. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know how we got on that. Oh, I just need to get some some things fixed in the car. I need to like change fluids and brake pads and stuff like that. Just other things we'll have to deal with, which is yeah. fun. Adult stuff. <laughs> Woo! Being an adult stuff. And it don't stop coming, and it don't stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> it really don't stop coming. <laughs> have you seen those memes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were right. It really don't stop coming. <laughs> So, so this week, oh. Oh, I was just going to say, I took down my Halloween decorations this week. I, I noticed. They're I all sitting right in front of us. Well, in front of me, behind Emma. So sad. I really like the pirate skull, just skull, pirate skull head. Oh my goodness. I got this pirate skull head. It's huge. This thing is like three times the size of a normal human head. It was originally $60, and I got it for $19. I was so happy. Talk about some discounted prices. Yeah. It was already, it was like, it was already discounted in their system. And then it was 50% off of that. And then I got my cousin's employee discount. Oh, sick. Oh. Was that Gabby? Gabby coming in clutch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the only person that doesn't call her Gabby. I always call her Gabrielle. I'm really weird with nicknames. Yeah. I only ever call people the name that I learn. So, like, if I learn your nickname, I'll call you that for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. But if I learn your real name, I will never call you a a nickname. (laughs) I don't know why. It's just the way I am. But... You were going to start talking. Yeah. So this week, um, I it wasn't technically the first meeting, but it was our first meeting after reading a little bit. I joined a book club at my work. Ah. And so it's mostly HR ladies, which, I mean, shout out to them. <laughs> Important stuff you guys are doing. But uh, it's, like, a really cute group. Like, a lot of them have been there for more than, like, 15 years. And they, like, they know each other and they've, like, done other book clubs together and things like that and so it's it's just like a really warm like cute group of people awesome (laughs) is it like um pleasure reading or like hr type like political reading kind of so they started off with um the morning miracle and that's more of like a self-help type like self-discipline type book um, and then they said that, like, we can just suggest whatever other, whatever recommendations we have, basically, so. That's cool. Yeah. I've always wanted to start a book club. Yeah. And, like, have a book club. I like it. I um, like the idea, but it's just, like, I've never, I don't like boundaries. <laughs> big surprise there if I don't like um I don't know forcing myself to read something within a certain time frame or like Mm -hmm. especially with a book club like 
I don't know. I never knew anybody who was in a book club that I, I mean, that I know of. So like Patty, sorry, if you're listening and you were book, in a book club and I didn't know it in high school, but like I've been in multiple book clubs. <laughs> I never had been. So I just, I don't yeah. know. I just like always assumed it would be like a book I didn't really want to read or like you always see like Oprah's book club recommendations. And I'm like, I'm not going to read that. I mean, I probably should because it's, I don't know. Oprah recommended it, but <laughs> I haven't ever read anything from Oprah's book club recommendations, but I have a couple from Reese Witherspoon's book club. Yeah, I know Emma Watson. Um, she had like an Instagram. I was going through all my old Instagram follows and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's not current anymore, but it used to be like a little book club that they had. And um, so I just want to read through those books because I think they'd be pretty good. But I don't know. I know. There's a lot of good books out there. Maybe we can do like a spiritual book. And we can have, like, a little book club segment on the podcast. I like that idea. What do we think? I like that idea. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be really cool. And then it it could be, like, a chapter a week. It's not, like, nothing crazy. Especially since I'm working 60-hour weeks now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, I like that idea. Because um, I was looking at Patreons earlier. So, I'm thinking about my budget currently mm-hmm. and like trying to revamp and things especially with car repairs and i have to get on my own insurance in march and i'm looking at my budget <laughs> <laughs> and so i like i want to start doing um like charity work and stuff like that like be able to give back to charities and so there's mm-hmm. a patreon for a horse rescue that i follow on instagram and like they have like a one dollar a month like like tier that you can do and it goes up to like 250 a month if you want to mm-hmm. um but i was like i can do i can do one dollar a month and like actually help support them in that way like that'd be cool and mm-hmm. like i was just looking through other um patreons and one is chaotic witch on and she's got um it's like the 50 dollars here you get access to their book club and i'm like i don't think it's worth it <laughs> Just for access to, like, a book club and et cetera. I don't know. It was just, like... That's all you get? I mean, it was, like... There's a a decent amount of things that you get out of it with each tier for her, for them. But it's... For me, specifically, I'm, like, it's not worth it to me for, like, a 15-minute tarot card reading a month and, like, access to a book club and access to this Facebook page or whatever. Like, whatever she's... However they're interacting, that's not... That's not my scene, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Like, they'll do, like, Twitch streams together and stuff like that. Like, I don't, yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the Patreons, it's iffy. I was looking at, I was looking at um, The Green Witch, Annie, Annabelle Margaret on YouTube, The Green Witch, and she's got, like, a $5 and a $10 tier ones, and she actually has, like, grimoire pages for herbs like herb profiles I think is what she calls them on on hers that you get access to and I'm like I would be I would be down for that yeah because that's like solid information in a oh my god such an aesthetically pleasing manner like she does all of her artwork and things like that and she's I love her I just love her style yeah So like I would do that and like the witch of wonderlust like you get access to like uh, more in-depth interviews and things with like the practitioners that she interviews and stuff like that but that's like a five dollar tier so those are like reasonable amounts yeah for that type of stuff so i'm thinking about that could be cool but a book club i would love yes um, and 
Ooh, while I was at the library, I picked up a book called The Power of Intention. I only read through the first chapter this week, but it was it it was very interesting. It was very enlightening. And like I was just like reading through my notes a second ago and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about that. And I got super excited. I was like, you're <laughs> Amy, you're gonna love it. So I, I took I know it was like one chapter and I took three pages of notes. Dang. It's, it's just like good good info. It's by like Dr. It's by Dr. Wayne Dyer. I'm not sure what his doctorate is in. I think he did like psychology and like sociology research. Um, and just looking at it from a more scientific perspective, and he explains it, you know, his intro and everything. Um, but then he goes, he just, as his life went along, he just started looking at things in a more spiritual perspective, in a more like, just like a bigger, higher picture type of idea. And so he started looking at intent from a different perspective. Is it cool if we're just jumping into this? Oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. for sure. Um, just feel like we just segued so hard. We always do. I don't think we have no rhyme or reason. <laughs> These That's what makes us don't us. have a track. <laughs> they just go. Yeah. <laughs> um Sorry, he just oh, he just got so much good information. But so the common definition of intention is a strong purpose or aim accompanied by a determination to produce a desired result. So it's just like sheer, sheer will, basically, you know, it's like my intention is to bake bread and you go out and you bake the bread, you know, that sort of thing. So he's looking at it from all of the research that he did. He's just looking at it from a, a spiritual side and he quotes, I'm not going to go out to quote. I didn't like that one, <laughs> but basically he, he's talking about when you start breaking down what we're made of like in the essence of life and so isaac newton isaac newton no einstein <laughs> same thing well, i had like einstein pictured in my head and i still said isaac newton apples Whoa. gravity <laughs> mathematic equations nuclear bomb eh, same thing no <laughs> general topics general topics um but no, Einstein, him and his associates, they were looking into, like, like what are we made of? So you break down atoms into, like, further and further down, you get protons and electrons, and you get particles, and you get subatomic particles, and then you get sub-subatomic particles, and then you can't break it down anymore. Like, you just, you, it gets to a point where you can't break it down anymore, and there's just this electricity. There's just, like, this energy holding everything together. That's what... Dr. Wayne Dyer is trying to say is where intention can be held. Mm, I like that. It, yeah, right? Um, so I really, really like that. I love that he's tying in scientific aspect. Because I yes. feel like you don't hear a lot of that in uh, spirituality. And he, he does mention um, there's just so much. So we'll get into that he, he just mentions other like his sources too like other people that have like researched the same thing and come up with the same conclusion like or people that are like all over many different cultures over many different periods of time like they they all come to the same conclusion you know like it's all basically the same idea mm -hmm. and he presents that and it's just really nice 
Um, so there's a quote from the book called An Active Side of Infinity. Intent is a force that exists in the universe. When sorcerers, those who live of the source, beckon intent, it comes to them and sets up the path for attainment, which means the sorcerers always accomplish what they set out to do. Read that one more time. <laughs> intent is a force that exists in the universe. When sorcerers, those who live of the source, beckon intent, it comes to them and sets up the path for attainment, For attainment, which means the sorcerers always accomplish what they set out to do. Hmm. So it's kind of like, they're kind of seeing it as like a, a like a, like something that you can, can connect to, basically. That was a hard one to kind of digest. It's just yeah. a wording i feel like yeah i'm gonna pause this for one second because i hear something and i need to figure out what it is sorry about that i was meal prepping and my food was ready it's a good time <laughs> <laughs> it smells so good it does i love it but what were you saying again um okay <laughs> well, <laughs> before i so rudely interrupted um some attention (laughs) basically um the just the first chapter there's it just went into so much and like it's gonna break it down further and everything like that so i i'm trying to just like explain this overview i have in my head but it's still i still fully don't understand it so it's hard um but basically, this guy is saying that everything in the universe has intention built into it. So you can think of like an apple blossom. The intention of that apple blossom is to turn into an apple. So like okay. it's just like kind of like that kind of idea that everything has intention built into it. So um, you can't manipulate that intention. It just is what it is. Some intention, yeah, but... He goes into free will and and intention like towards the end of the chapter, and he kind of explains that. Well, and I think it's just my perspective. I I don't want to say it's just the book, but I think my perspective is that you can manipulate it to an extent. Mm-hmm. But if there is like a set intention, I think similar to kind of how a, a birth chart can help show you. I don't. I, say, I have an example for you. this. Okay. So I was told that I have a soul contract. And I don't like this soul contract. I think it's dumb and I want to go against it. So I've been trying to go against it and it is not working. Something always happens for it to not work. So we have that <laughs> free will, but it's also something that's like embedded in that my soul has already said is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that it's kind of yeah. goes with what you were thinking? 100%. Yeah. Awesome. Solid. I fucking hate that soul contract. <laughs> so sorry, Amy. <laughs> like, yeah, let's make me miserable until I'm 30 years old. Thanks, soul. <laughs> I'm not miserable. I'm just trying to think of, like, how, you, how your higher self is thinking about it right now. <laughs> well, it's a lesson I need to learn. I'm patient. And blah, blah, blah. I don't want to learn patient. <laughs> I want what I want now. I think it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do, but 
Most souls didn't say you're not allowed to have it. Yeah. Um, so intention is... He goes on to explain, so it's built into everything, but also it's also inside this unbound energy that's just like holding everything together but that's that energy is connected to a higher field he goes in to explain and so um, there's thousands of examples in research and readings that conclude that all ordering influence and information is present in the invisible domain or higher reality and can be called upon in times of need and he references uh, this book, The Wholeness and Implicate Order of... He references two books. I'm sorry. My, my <laughs> notes are not clear. <laughs> Wholeness and the Implicate Order. And another book, The Field, The Quest for the Secret Force of the Universe. So these two books, he's saying, have a lot of um, scientific evidence proving mm. that he did call it... Like, he, he related it to the Akashic Records. Um, like, there is this domain there's this like other field out there that we have access to if we if we're trying you know if we if we're able to figure out the path to get there we can have access to it right and i just i just like made me so excited i was like this is like scientific like scientifically researched showing that this is there why didn't I learn this in school? <laughs> and if we started teaching our kids how much different the world would be. But they don't want us to know. Right? No, they don't. But we're going to know. And yeah. we're going to find out about the aliens. We're going to find out about. Oh, well, they've already told us aliens are real. Like, yeah, but we're not talking about it. They dropped it right in the middle of, I think, the Black Lives Matter protests. Yeah. So the. It would be like, like, oh, well, we told you, yeah. but nobody's paying attention to that. I, I want details. <laughs> I don't know. I've never really been into aliens. Like, I definitely, I believe that they're real, <laughs> but it's not like something that excites me. Like, Fair some enough. people love talking about aliens. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> like, do aliens love talking about humans? I doubt it. I just dumb humans. Okay, some some might not, but I feel like if they're if they're coming to Earth, then they have something to do with us. Like, why? Why would they be here? Why are they flying around? Why are they observing? Why are they doing whatever that they're doing that we don't know about? Why? But it's not every single alien. No, that's no, what not. I mean. Yeah, like there are subsections of these alien people who don't give a shit about us. Yeah. And it's not that I don't give a shit about aliens. I just, I don't know how to say this without sound like an asshole. Just like, I just don't it. care to learn about them. No, like, it's, I. They're doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's too much shit on my mind to start thinking about what aliens are doing. I 100% get that. <laughs> I'm just, like, gradually thinking about them more and more. And I just, I do, I enjoy thinking about it sometimes. And Patrick and yeah. I talk about, like, what, what they're doing and what they're I mean, don't I ever know. think you can't talk to me about it, because I'll still hold a conversation. I'm with not you trying about it. to be that person, though. But I'm not gonna bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be that person to be like always talking about like, okay, so I heard about this alien and this alien and this alien and this alien. I mean, if you start, it's like the only thing you're talking about. I'm gonna be like, Emma, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be straight up with you. I'm gonna be concerned if that's the only thing I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but if you want to talk about it, talk about it, because I'm here to listen to whatever you want to talk about. 
I appreciate that. I am. Um, there's a star seed I follow on Instagram, and she posted a book recently that was like basically predicting 2022. And I just like I just want to read it. I just yeah. want to see what it says. That it's talking stuff about, is cool. It's talking about aliens coming to Earth and oh. like what's going on with that. <laughs> so like no, it's talking about like predicting like it's it, it was. It's predicting things that are going to happen and how people are going to react to it, basically. Like, for example, like four stargates are supposed to open in our universe and our church leaders, like the Christian organization, is going to be saying that that's a sign of the apocalypse. Like, that's the four horsemen coming through. Mm. That kind of idea. So, like, I just kind of want to see what the book has to say. Yeah, that does sound cool. Because it's not just, like information about aliens it's information about our world as well yeah that sounds so selfish of me (laughs) there's just like it doesn't i don't know but a lot of it i mean but it all comes back to the fact that it's it will all comes back to different aliens and like why they're here with earth like it's it's coming back to that whole like they're coming here to help us or to do to do something do you think they're aliens from our solar system or from a different solar system. Ooh, I don't know. Because I feel like a, a lot of people, when they think about aliens, they think about, like, life on Mars or something like that. So, how does one travel between solar systems? Um, warp speed. Warp <laughs> speed. <laughs> I guess that's the reason why aliens are smarter than us, because they can do it and we can't. Well, we have the technology, but our... The government doesn't want us to know or capitalize. That's the whole thing, right? Like, the, we have the technology and we have the ability ability to, like, be interacting with these aliens. But the government is standing in the way because capitalism. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> That's my conclusion. I, this is coming from a very, like, I'm, I'm getting bits and pieces from a lot of different places and just kind of, like, spewing it together in my mind. So that's just, like, my perspective of things. I truly don't understand how people think that America is the greatest country. Well, like, I can see how... you lie to yourself about every aspect of your life, that's got to be part of it. Do what? When you lie to yourself about every aspect of your life. But it's like, I could see, like, maybe around the 50s, how white people could think so. I would say, I mean, like, 20s through the 50s, white people would. Even the 20s were rough. Because it was, like, just getting out of the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of, like, illegal activity. A lot of mob activity. Mm. um, Prohibition. Not that that's, like, gonna make us, like, a not great country. But there was just, I don't know. The United States isn't the worst. We do have freedoms, but honestly, I don't think we're as free as we think we are. No, nobody wants to admit that. (laughs) They don't want to peek behind the curtain. Yeah. You know, behind the the fantasy of, yeah, it's great. Everything's fine. We're not heading towards climate disaster. That's the whole world. That's not even just us. Yeah. But yeah, this isn't a political podcast. <laughs> Not yet it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's our political tangent of the day. <laughs> but yeah, so we are talking about aliens yes. and um, all that stuff. So we have access to the Akashic Records or this other domain with higher reality and information that we 
can potentially use. I'm not sure what kind of information that would be. The Akashic Records is like everything your soul has ever been. Okay. And it will ever be. <laughs> Have you ever thought about getting your Akashic Records read? Yes. I want to do it so bad. <laughs> I also want to learn to read them. Well, that's what this is saying is you can do that. Yeah. And I'm I just to... don't know how. I know, right? Uh, but this, <laughs> so this book is uh, helps you to connect with your intention and help activate it and stuff like that. Um, so activating intention um, is basically rejoining source um, because the only way to deactivate this dormant force of intention of energy of source is basically by just believing you're separated from it and just hmm. yeah it, it's like all in your head <laughs> believing you're separated from source that's that's the only way yeah so if you're trying to if you're trying to connect with intention if you're trying to connect with like this this inner energy and things like that the the only way you disconnect from it really is by believing that you're disconnected from it oh so you, okay. you can never really be disconnected it's more of just okay you said source and i immediately thought like source that a lot of people who don't practice religion think of god as source yeah so that's where mine went my mind went yeah no but you're still talking like... about intention yeah okay well he 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 interchanges his intention and source. Like, it's, he's, I mean, he's calling it basically the same thing. I feel like it kind of is, if you think about source. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> my image of God has changed so much <laughs> recently in the past few years. <laughs> I can see that. Um, but, yeah, and then he goes into ego a little bit and, um, when he's saying that like when ego determines your life path you deactivate from the power of intention which makes sense because it's living for you versus living for living maybe (laughs) (laughs) um and then he, he just briefly goes into the four steps or stages to activating power of intention um and this is just the process of connecting with the natural self and letting go of total ego identification so discipline is number one, training the body to activate and perform as your thoughts desire. Uh, wisdom combined with discipline fosters the ability to focus and be patient as you harmonize your thoughts and intellect and feelings with the work of your body. Love, just loving what you do and doing what you love. Um, surrender, and that's the fourth one is surrender. It's the place of intention. I'm not following that. I'm not sure. I'm, I think it's just kind of like being open to whatever is how I'm taking it. But I'm just like, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I might go into that more in later chapters. Yeah. Okay. And now, okay. Now here are my notes about free will. Our free will combines and redistributes what's already created. So there's like, it's... Free will and intention are like paradoxical partners. Like, you kind of have to have both. But they do go against each other a little bit. 
Okay. So they're kind of like a magnet. Like, this is the example that I thought of. So, like, if you have um, two magnets that go together, but then you flip one and it goes apart. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's they're still working together, but it's like the way you use the second magnet will affect your outcome. Yeah. And that's a really good way to explain it. I'll lock it. <laughs> and then I'm just going to conclude. It's, I mean, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> long pause. It's just, I mean, that's basically it. I mean, it's just like this idea that attention, intention is everywhere and like always around us and within us. I really like that. Mm. Uh, I like that too. What's the book called again? The Power of Intention uh, by Dr. Wayne Dyer. So, and it's a really, the copy I have, uh, I got it from the library. It's really pretty. It's got a lot of good artwork in it. You sent me the picture of that. Yeah. Okay. No, it's like dumb pretty. And like, because it's dumb pretty, I'm like, this doesn't have good information in it. So I just kind (laughs) of picked it up. I was like, we'll see what it has to say. Um, But final thought, um, final quote, I should say, when you form a thought that's consumer it with, now he goes with spirit, you form a spiritual prototype that connects you to intention and sets in motion the manifestation of your desires. It sounds to me like he is saying that he believes intention is God, source, spirit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I like just like a spiritual prototype. I like that idea because like that's like it, it, I just like the idea of like it's just getting it ready like as soon as you have a thought that's like your intention's like yeah let's fucking do it it's just like prepping and ready to go I really mm-hmm. like that yeah. and like as you keep going it's gonna form that more solid I'm gonna have to pick that book up I like it it's, he's got he's got some good nuggets so far <laughs> um I need to get a Marion County pub or a Marion County library card. It is okay. So um, you'll get an Indianapolis Public Library. It's uh, Indianapolis Marion County Public Library. Okay. Right so, on there. Um, but yeah, we'll have access to like all the books, all the books, and all the books. Yeah. All the bookstores. I libraries. haven't lived in Carmel in two years, and I still have an active Carmel book card, uh, library card. It wasn't. That wasn't part of the Indianapolis. No, because Carmel is a different county. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, they have their rich. own separate <laughs> tax system. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I grew up in Marion County, so I grew up going to IMCPL. There are certain branches that are better than others. Yeah. The one that I grew up at going to had a really good um, young adult fiction section and I would I think at one point I had read almost everything that I was interested in on that entire rack but there are some locations where it's like they don't have anything good so the one it's a it's a newly open branch like it opened while I've been living over there the one right next to me is I mean it's just smaller Mm -hmm. you know it's just like kind of a smaller I don't know if they're gonna like they're probably it was just built. They're not going to update it or renovate it anytime soon. But yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it's not like they don't have 
books or like spaces to like I mean they do have spaces for you to like go and like just read or work on your laptop do whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. but it's just not as much as other like the other branch that I went to that's like right up the road from you it was super cute I loved it Ooh, and they have um, for one second. <laughs> okay we were recording again I just wanted to see which branch she was talking about but I didn't want to um, tell you where I live fair enough <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry yes. we are talking about the branch that's closest to me that's really cute it is really cute but I was just so surprised because I started looking up I was just like going through their catalog like occult books they have so many occult books they're all out crystal books they have so many different crystal books they're all out um i don't know just i looked at the starseed book that you have and i it's it's currently unavailable like everybody's reading these things like (laughs) stop there is like a huge shift in our society happening right now some would say it's the age of aquarius (laughs) yeah basically but I have this app called Libby, I think. Like your old college roommate, Libby. Oh, Libby. Okay. I thought I heard Liddy. Nope. It's like, Libby. Okay. Yes. L-A-B-B-Y. And you download it and add your um, library card mm-hmm. and you can uh, read ebooks from there. How do you read ebooks? I don't have, like, a Kindle or a, a, a note. You can literally or... use your phone. Sick. Like, it's an app you download on your phone. Oh, sick. Okay, that's going to make it so much easier. But also, <laughs> anything, you can download the Kindle app on your phone. Oh. And no. then if you buy anything for the Kindle, it'll download to your phone. You don't have to have, like, an actual Kindle. Okay. I don't use my Kindle. I was... I'm not going to lie, when I was growing up, I was a little upset that my brother got, like, an e-reader, and I didn't, because I was like, you know, he's not even going to use it, <laughs> and guess who didn't use it? <laughs> I'm just funny. kidding. I don't, he, he might have used it, I just, I, he didn't, I think he was in college at that point, so I didn't actually know if he used it or not, so. I probably wouldn't have, not in college. I mean, not, not for just fun leisure reading, that's for sure. Even, like, unless it was the only way to get a book or it was, like, the absolute cheapest way to get a book, yeah, I had to have a physical copy because I have a hard time reading textbooks anyway, mm-hmm. but if I'm reading textbooks on a screen, it's so hard to focus. Yeah. And, like, my eyes will start wobbling as I'm trying to... It's weird. Oh, I, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you can download the Libby app. I, I think... It's through most libraries. I know at least the Carmel Library. That's real. I had never heard of that before. That's really cool. Um, you'll have to wait for books sometimes, but you can search like in their library of books that are available, and they'll have like um, like two to five copies of a book. Okay. So, multiple people can read it at one time. Nice. It's super cool. I like it. Reading is fun. I'm excited to do more this winter. Yeah. Fall and winter. I need to start reading before I go to bed again. But I just want to sit on my phone. It's so bad. (laughs) Girl, I get it. I get it. Well, I just, I get to the point where I'm just like, I'm not even entertained anymore. I just, like, I I see myself scrolling. I'm like, stop. Just stop. This is... (laughs) 
but I get it. I got into a habit of doing it while I was in my depressive episode, and now I'm trying to, like, get out of it, but it's hard to start, like, my normal routines again. <sighs> Depression. That's right. Oh, so I didn't talk about the book for book club. It's called The Morning Miracle. Just a really brief overview. It's um, it's just this guy got into a bad accident, and during his recovery, just like I don't know, two thousand eight hit. He had so much like medical debt, and then he didn't have. He was on. He was in. He was like a like a life coach, basically, or a sales coach. You know, so he, um, all of his clients weren't able to afford him during the recession and right. stuff like that. So he just had not him. a lucrative career, yeah. necessarily. <laughs> yeah, depends on the market. <laughs> and he had, like had a newborn at the same time, and he was just like really Oof. like he just went through like he got got a wave of depression, and so what helped him get out of that was this miracle morning routine that he created. And so it's basically like he set aside he initially set aside 10 minutes every morning for meditation visualization affirmations reading exercise journaling and journaling 10 minutes yeah how the hell do you do all that in 10 minutes an hour i mean it's, it's just six different things oh okay so it's an hour total 10 yeah. minutes for each thing yeah okay i'm sorry i thought you said he did all of that in 10 minutes Oh, I probably said that. That's <laughs> what happened. Um, yeah, I was like, that's a lot of things for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he took an hour in the morning just before he would start his regular day, I guess, and just did 10-minute chunks of these different things. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it, it fixed my depression and et cetera, and, like, helped me go out in the world and stuff like that. So, like, I don't know. It's a white male. You have to take a certain level of... It also, um, it doesn't sound like he had, like, a diagnosed major depressive disorder. I think he just was in a depressed state. Yeah. Yeah, When you have actual, like, a depressive disorder, it's a chemical imbalance. I actually saw a video that was, like, when people are depressed and they say they can't move, they literally cannot move because it's, like, your dopamine impacts your like ability to function and when you aren't producing dopamine you just can't do anything so it's like this whole time when I was like laying in bed there everybody was just like well just get up and do one thing and I'm like I want to so bad but I physically cannot mm-hmm. so yeah no it wasn't like he he doesn't say that he has he has depression or like has has been diagnosed with anything like that and he i mean he he mentions that kind of towards the beginning he's like yeah it's just and i've only read the first two chapters um he's like you know it doesn't he's not saying it works for everybody he's just saying that he's had a lot of positive feedback from this and from sharing it with people and that's no i can totally see how it would be really good if you're just down yeah, if you're if you're in a slump, if you if something needs to be switched up, if you're not, I don't know, if it's just like you're not going the direction you want to go in. Yeah. Like, and I mean, even personally, like I, I don't think you necessarily need to do each of those things in the morning. Like, I don't. Like, I'm not gonna take ten I mean, minutes of affirmations. <laughs> that's a long time, right? And visualization, like, 
I can see visualization because you're sitting there picturing like how you want your life to be. I can't do it for that long. (laughs) But like affirmations, like sitting there, I am smart. I am worthy. For 10 minutes? (laughs) That's a long time. I would do like two minutes of that and then like spread the other eight around something else. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But yeah. That's pretty cool. And I'm sure it's super helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, just switch it. I don't know. I feel like a lot of life is just trial and error and just figuring out what works for you and what doesn't. Absolutely. And, like, the more trials and errors that you go through, like, the, I don't know, I think, I feel like just, like, the happier you are, like, I don't know, just, well, yeah, because you're just, especially with a morning routine or any sort of routine, you're figuring out the structure for you. Mm-hmm. So, I might be playing around with that some. We'll see. I did start, uh... Because we're in a waxing, wax on, we're in a waxing moon phase. Um, We are, that's like a good period for attracting things and like Mm -hmm. getting support for things um, and helping things grow in your life. So I started a, I have a little stability candle. I purchased it a while ago. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one that came with a pendant? Yeah. Okay. It's got, I'm wearing it, I think was um it's a mukai yellow yellow mukai it comes in mukai comes in a lot of different colors varieties of colors it's a really cool stone if you're looking into it i don't know if it's specifically good for stability but that's what i have it for i think i got some mukai last weekend it's solid okay amy it comes it might be one of my new favorites it comes in a deep red it comes in like a pink it comes in like a pinky orangey red it comes in yellow it comes in white like it comes in so many colors and it sounds different... like um what is it jasper <laughs> yeah it's i really like it um there's i got mukite jasper There's a pink mukite that you can get from Australia specifically, and it is. It's this one. So pretty. It says mukite jasper is a rare crystal that can only be found in Western Australia. Oh, that's what the app looks like. Okay, I thought I, I thought you could get some from India as well, but maybe not. Well, this specific one. That one, yeah. I gotcha. But yeah, that's pretty cool. So, did you burn the candle, or are you just wearing the pendant? Uh, uh, both. So, I've got the candle. It's a big pillar candle, so I'm not burning it down all in one session. And I don't, honestly, I'm just burning it in the mornings this week. Uh, when did I start it? I think I started it a Thursday. So, I'm doing it um, in the mornings, and while I, like, clean and stuff, like, if, I'll try, because I'm trying to burn it down. I'm not trying to just have this candle here, especially, like, I want it. I pointed to mine <coughs> and choked on coffee. Oh, the okay, I see. Oh, <laughs> I have one that's just like half burnt. <laughs> I like it. But yeah. That's fun. And I got, um, I read that tourmaline is pretty, it's okay for stability. I don't think that's like its main property or anything like that. But I have enough tourmaline. I just did like a, a triangle shape around it. And then I did, I just drew like a little 
triangle type sigils on the candle. Mm. I like it. So I have a money candle that I have a, a rune carved on. Nice. So my uh my spells have never worked with that. So Wait, what? My spells for that have never worked. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know about that. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't do shit. I was just gonna ask. Hey, no problem. I blinked and it was Thursday. I I get it. It didn't feel like that this week. Like this week, okay, last week specifically felt like a really long Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did not enjoy that. But this week felt a little bit better. At least the days were separated for me. Yeah. Yeah. Work was super busy. Um End half of, month, of right? our do what? End of the month, right? No, we're done with that. Month end closed last week. We do a three to four day close. Dang. Yeah. I know what med was. It would be like a week and a half long. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at Pedcore, we it we didn't close until the end of the... But it was also different because we didn't have one book. Oh. We had, like, each property had its own books. Okay. So we were closing 150 books. So, I mean, it makes sense with Pedcore that it would be so much longer. I got my books closed in about a week. Yeah. But um, at Seven Corners, it's just kind of like, it's one entity. So mm-hmm. there's really not that much to do for clothes. Um, it's just like everybody works on something at the same time. So it's pretty, I mean, it's not easy to get it done in three days, but it's possible. So, I don't know. We just do it. Fair enough. <laughs> Get it done. But um, the we use the accounting system that we use is called Intact, and they had the Intact conference in Vegas this week. Oh. So like half of our accounting department was off. Oh. And then the other person who does funding. There's three of us that do funding, daily funding. So one of them was out. So Monday through Wednesday, I was doing mine and his. And then Thursday and Friday, the second person was out. So I was doing all of our daily funding for those two days. Oh, my God. I mean, it's not that big of a deal because we're not during – it's not closed. Yeah. So it just took a little bit longer. I didn't mind at all. But, um, so it was just very busy, and then I also had to keep an eye on Salesforce, and I had to make sure that things were getting assigned to people, because I'm, the person who usually does that is out. <laughs> yeah. It was just a very busy week. A lot of moving parts, yeah. And I started my new job. Yeah, on top, on of. top of that. So, I didn't do anything. Fair, dude, fair enough. <laughs> But I'm here talking anyway. I like you being here. <laughs> but next week, I'll try to do something. <laughs> Let's see. There's absolutely no pressure. Let's say state the 13th. Uh, ooh, is it? Yeah. 
Well, I work 22 and a half hours at the other job next week, so. <laughs> but that includes my eight hour shift tomorrow, so. We'll see what happens. <laughs> no pressure, Amy. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, I've been having, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I'm thinking about if I have anything to say anyway. I've been having um, just kind of like weird dreams, I guess, a little recently. So it's just been like, I just woke up this morning. I just had another. I've just been having, it's not like all that regular or consistent, but just dreams of me and somebody else. It's either you or Patrick. This time it was my dad. Just like going just like in a random area or random house and through a door there's something really scary you can't see it but you know like I knew like it's just like I I know I'm like look it's fucking right there like there's something in there and I immediately shut the door and walk away hmm. and so that's happened that's happened a couple times now so like the I can't really remember the first one because it was months ago but <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking about I'm like I need to get a dream interpretation book or something and just figure out because like I love dream interpretations but the idea of getting a dream interpretation book makes me one of those people and I don't like that thought so <laughs> oh I I interpret my dreams all the time I just use I have one recently I think I don't know if I told you that or not but there's like a random dog that just popped into my dream and like I looked that up later and it was like a it, a potential protector what i just i was looking at your dream and then i just saw unable to lock a door in dreams i have these dreams all the time Ooh, where i, I can't like lock my doors and people like come in Ooh. um so it's to shut the door in your dream of something that is frightening or terrifying means that you will be able to move forward in life hmm so that's I thought it was, like, Positive. avoiding things. I was like... That's honestly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, okay, what am I avoiding? <laughs> so it sounds like you're moving on with something. From something. Well, that's very cool. I mean, I can dig it. When you can't lock a door in a dream, it means you can't stop things from happening. <laughs> a fucking course. <laughs> um... That's interesting. So the um, the Illustrated Herbiary deck I got, I haven't used it all that much, but the few times I shuffle through it, I'm only getting the same two cards, which is like the Apple and White Sage. Hmm. And so, yeah. And so, <laughs> and so it's about like looking inside and looking within at what's a hidden desire or hidden something or other. And then White Sage is like clear the way let any blocks go like release anything prevent like take any blocks away and stuff like that and so i just i don't know i was kind of thinking that might have something to do with it i, I was just reading something else sorry what <laughs> so, so another part of that it's either um i'm in the bathroom or my bedroom and i can't get the door locked so people keep coming in or I'm, like, trying to get away from somebody, mm -hmm. and my, like, house lock won't lock. It says, what does it mean to dream of being chased and trying to lock the door? It says, 
To be running away or hiding from danger in the dream indicates that you want to retreat and think about your own life for a while. It can suggest that your life has been somewhat hectic. In our modern world, we've never really got time to focus on ourselves, and the dream is a reflection of that. The action of not being able to turn the key or lock the door means in waking life, ooh, danger is impending, uh, can suggest that you are feeling hurried into a decision in life. I don't know, that was a weird explanation, hmm. but but yours is really good. <laughs> yours At least it's is moving on from something. On it, yeah, mine is all. I'm not convinced about that. I'll, I'll I'll do some more research. I'm not convinced. Because <laughs> it it's just it's just like so weird. It's like I I know exactly in the house. Like I I already know it's like I've been living there or something. Like I already know where the issue is. I'm just like mm-hmm. and I, I like the dream with you like I opened the door I was like look it's in there it's fucking in, like it's down this like there's like a trap door in the floor I was like look it's down there and like we looked and we immediately turned around and walked away hmm. <laughs> I usually use dreambible.com and they have basically everything is just a single word mm-hmm. so you can look up like I'm looking at door right now and it's got a bunch of different like Things that could happen with dreams and doors. And you just like click on your letter and find the word. I like their website a lot. I like it. That's how I learned um, what tornadoes mean. (laughs) That's how I learned about a lot of stuff. Because I have a lot of reoccurring dreams. I think a lot of people do. But. I haven't. I don't know. I don't remember all my dreams. (laughs) I remember a lot of them and they're usually the same thing I don't have a lot of one time dreams Hmm. probably because I don't listen to my dreams so they keep trying to tell me shit and I'm like no we're not we're 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 breaking the soul contract (laughs) except not really because the universe won't let me (laughs) (laughs) I need to suck it up and just deal with it but I don't want to stupid anywho (laughs) dreams are fun can be oh yeah can be my dreams normally aren't very fun get that (laughs) but they tell me messages that I listen to sometimes (laughs) (laughs) you're feeling it (laughs) yeah if I don't want to like acknowledge that I'm not listening to it (laughs) you like it Oh yeah. Do you have anything else? Um No. I don't think that either. Nothing 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 else outstanding or or are all that exciting. Yeah. To report. Well next week we'll maybe start a book club section. We'll talk Ooh. about it today. I like it, yes. But <laughs> over lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, don't forget to Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Twit twat. At SoulTapPod. <laughs> and email us at SoulTapPod at gmail.com. If you have any ideas, any personal experiences. What or... are your thoughts on the aliens? Yes. I want details. Yes. What do you know? What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, talk to us there or we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.